Whether you're a small, medium, or large business, you must adhere to the modern marketing methods. I Think an Idea provides insights into marketing techniques that work for today's businesses as well as consumers alike. Learn about the best methods of business development for today's marketplace. Internet marketing, utilizing social media, and business marketing. Put on your thinking cap as you enter the Think Tank. Today we have Brian Winch on, I think, an idea think tank, and I'm excited to uh, speak with Brian today. Um, just for those of you who are watching, you know, just so you guys know a little bit about Brian. Brian uh, started a business called Clean Lots. Uh, if you go to cleanlots.com um, forward slash my success story, and I'll share that on the screen. Um, in fact, I'll I'll just go there right now and just show people. Um, that website as well. So here's, here's Clean Lots. Um, and a little bit about Clean Lots. Um, basically, Brian's got an amazing story. He's the creator of Clean Lots. Um, he's been operating a parking lot cleanup business since 1981. And he's had many different articles written on him with Home Business Magazine. Um, he's got a press page. He's got some amazing testimonials. So if you guys go to his website, you guys can actually read about Brian. And he's also got some podcasts, too. I understand you're also a writer of the Clean Lots book, too. And, um, you know, I'm excited to have you on here to talk about your journey. I know when you started, you had very little money or education or skills, but you had lots of passion and lots of persistence and patience. And, um, you know, obviously that's something that's super important when it comes to being successful, you know, in business. And um, so maybe tell us a little bit about um, your journey and, and how you got to where you are with uh, Clean Lots. Well, it's great to be here, Hugh. And uh, you're absolutely right. Um, I think whatever endeavor, a person um, gets involved with, uh, whether it's a side hustle or a, or a full-time business, um, the main uh, things you bring to the table uh, are a passion for your idea or what, what, you know, what you're going to do. And uh, be persistent and patient, and you'll be successful. And I think those attributes are more important than your your pedigree, uh, how much money is in the bank, or you know how much startup capital you have, and and uh, and skills. You can you can always develop those skills, especially these days with the with the internet. There's so much information out there uh, uh, where you can pick up skills that, uh, uh, frankly, weren't available to me when I started this business in 1981, uh, well before the internet. Uh, so uh, I had to go out and get hard copies of books that were put out by you know different levels of government or banks or go to the library and 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 learn what i needed to uh but at the same time it's important to to uh realize when you need to delegate some work uh to the professionals uh, uh but always find solutions to problems and and you always have to be moving forward but um to, to uh, when i got started uh i was working a full-time job and I realized it wasn't something I wanted to do my my whole life. Uh, I'm, I've always been a, an independent soul and like to get out. I enjoyed working outdoors. And uh, I thought, you know, there's got to be an opportunity for me somewhere. So I started looking at 
what I could do for uh, you know a limited budget, limited uh, ex experience and skills. And I thought, well, what about a, a cleaning business? Uh, there's all sorts of people that uh, don't like to clean and all sorts of people that like to pay for it. And uh, I started looking at different possibilities. And then uh, uh, I recall that my dad, um, years earlier, uh, you know, would uh, moonlight back in those days, it was called, not, it, it wasn't called the side hustle or sidekick. And he used to go out and clean up litter outside uh, um, a strip plaza or, you know, a small retail property just a few blocks from where we lived. And he'd taken me along with him a couple of times. And I thought, wow, this, this is easy work. It's almost as easy as going for a walk and getting paid for it. And uh, so I, I started looking into that. I started doing some market research and started making some cold calls, if you will, to my prospects, which are uh, real estate or um, commercial property management companies. And maybe two or three phone calls in, I, I got a bite. I, you know, this guy said, wow, you know, I need somebody. I'm having a tough time finding somebody who's going to show up on a reliable basis to clean up the litter outside my, uh, my property, which would be the sidewalks, the parking lot, surrounding landscape. Would you be interested? And that's how it all started. Um, I, I uh, went out there. I, you know, I had to basically learn from the, the School of Hard Knocks, you know, how to price my service, how to walk the property, when was the best time to do the service, uh, you know, how much to charge. And uh, it all started from that first customer. And he gave me three, uh, three properties. And, uh, you know, I subsequently, I, I, I got seven and eight, and nine, and I kept building the business to the point where I was quite happy to be just a simple one man operation working full time. But uh, I, I got, I guess, pretty successful. My I couldn't turn down the, the uh, request for work for my, my clients. So I had to kind of scale the business, bring in some other people and grow the business. Uh, I didn't want to turn down work uh, and let maybe my uh, competition, uh, you know, take some of that work from me. And uh, we built it to the point where right now we're building out uh, over $650,000 or around that amount every year. And we have uh, typically around 150 properties that we service. Cool. Hey, so as you're talking about, um, you know, because I, I deal with digital marketing and I, I many times deal with people that are just starting a company. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that come to me and they already are established within business. You know, like, for example, one of my clients is Mercedes and, you know, that that dealership does 100 million a year in revenue um, just out of that one dealership. But, you know, they're behind a big brand and a big corporation. But for the little guys, I mean, I've, I've had doctors, I've, you know, many doctors do, you know, 400 to 600,000 a year and they have more of like a self-employment type thing. And, um, you know, starting businesses since I was young, I had a painting business, you know, when I was 19, I bought a franchise and, you know, you start doing the work and then you realize you need more people because you can't do everything. And yeah. then it's like understanding like what to look for in somebody that's working for you. But um, tell me a little bit about maybe your mindset behind uh, taking care of customers. Because, I, you know, even though we're, I call it like in the future and we have all this technology and we have social media, I kid these days with clients that I talk to that are successful. And I said, I think the skill of the future is going to be uh, communication and people skills. And, you know, we have all this technology. We have email. We have the internet, we have websites, even some of my clients don't want to talk on the phone. And so it's funny because 
a phone is so simple. And now we have Google Hangouts and right now we're on Zoom uh, where you and I can have a conversation just like you're right next to me. But talk about the importance of giving a customer value for a service, communication, and what do you think are some of the aspects that can take one customer and turn it into 100? Well, for one thing, uh, you have to do more than what you say you will do. Uh, anybody can, can clean. But if you take it one step further and do a little bit more, but communicate what you're doing to your, your customers. Let them know that, hey, uh, while I was there, I did this little extra thing. Uh, you know, I noticed somebody um, um, uh, dumped a, a tire in front of the waste dumpster, uh, and I tossed it in for you, you know, things like that. Uh, communication is so key. It helps cement that business relationship, and they're more likely to want to continue doing business with you uh, if they get that regular communication. Um, and, you know, you mentioned about phones. I mean, if you don't like to talk, there's texting. And I'll give you another really good example of how a phone comes in so handy uh, now. Um, if, you, if a person is out cleaning up, for example, if I'm cleaning one of my properties and I notice um, in the parking lot a stop sign uh, got run, run over and it's laying on the ground and it could be a trip and fall hazard for maybe somebody, uh, you know, not watching the steps to trip on it, or maybe a, a vehicle could drive over it and, and cause damage to it. Property managers, property owners don't want any sort of liabilities or lawsuits. But if you take out your, your, uh, your phone and you take a picture and then you text it to your customer, they know exactly what you're talking about, uh, you, you know, without you having to speak to them, basically, if that's not what you want to do. And you, you uh, attach uh, the text as to, you know, here's the stop sign knocked down at this point in the property and, you know, the name of the property and send that to them. They, they love you for that because, yeah. like I said, the, you, you know, you're saving them for potential liability issues, but they want to get somebody out there to to repair the damage as soon as possible before something happens. Or, you know what, the, the worst thing to them is for them to get an angry phone call from one of their tenants. You know, like, hey, you know what, there's been graffiti right. on the wall or in front of my store for three days. Why isn't anybody coming out to, to address it? So, you know, you can't have the attitude that, you know, well, that's not my responsibility. You know what, if you're there and it's no skin off your back, if, if you notice that, and it just takes a couple of seconds just to communicate those, those issues. Yeah, you know, there's one thing, because I do digital marketing and I help companies get on the first page of Google. And, you know, there, were, there was something that impressed me when I looked at your site. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little, little screen share here. I don't know if you'll be able to see this on, on, uh, on your side. But um, can you see this okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually have a, uh, I have a scan of cleanlots.com. And, uh, and this shows, like, different, word, different keywords that you rank for. and uh, a lot of times this isn't 100% accurate. It just gives us some ideas on maybe what's working, what's not. Um, if you look at you know, some of these things like parking lot cleaning, there's like 720 searches per month. And, and you guys are in position number five, right? Which is pretty good because you're on the first page of Google. And um, you know, a lot of times when I talk to businesses and you, and you rank for um, about 90 different keywords, and a bunch of them are between, you know, page, page one and the third or fourth page. I was looking at your site. And when I was looking at your site, um, I noticed you have a lot of content on here. And this is one of the things that I talk about with my clients. And 
especially somebody that's trying to grow into a larger business, I think some of these things are so vital. The thing that you've done well is you've got podcasts and you've put up players on different podcasts you were featured on. And mm -hmm. um, so I would love for you to talk to me about this because in a way, you're what I tell people to do, no matter whether you're just starting out, whether you, know, you have a small business or a large business. And I'll share a couple of stories with you and, and maybe you can share some stories with me, Brian. But uh, I was, the other day I was, uh, I was watching a video off of LinkedIn and there's somebody, I don't know if you've ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep. Yeah, so Gary Vaynerchuk has a book called Crush It. And he talks about something you talked about too, is like following your passion. And um, he, he talked about how if you do something enough that you really believe in, then people are gonna find you. And uh, he was interviewing someone named Lily Singh. Lily Singh actually just got a show on NBC. Uh, they gave her her own talk show. And for eight years, she's been putting up videos on YouTube and topics are everything under the sun. And even, you know, her own personal uh, relationships and how she feels about different things. And, you know, she had such a huge following on content that she was given her own show with NBC. And there was another story I always share. There's a girl on HBO. Uh, the TV show is called Insecure. And there's all these reality shows. I mean, there's shows right now. I have a contractor who does about 50 million a year in revenue. And that contractor was on um, $1 million listing and he was also on a reality show where they actually, um, they feature like doing like a home makeover. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's all these great opportunities where people come up with ideas and, and even just people like trying to reinvent themselves, you know, because they're trying to entertain people and go, hey, if you wanna do something, and you're passionate about it, this is what's possible. So as I, as I look at your website and I, and I look at you know, the fact that you have traffic, if I were to look at uh, all time and we, and we were to like, I don't know if we can blow this up a little bit, but here's like your trajectory, like back in January of 2014 to now, and you're just going up and up and up. So what I'd like you to do is um, talk a little bit about the content that you create and what, why do you create it? And aren't you too busy to do a podcast? And why would you want to do a podcast? Tell me some of the miracles that have happened by putting yourself out there on the web. Well, you know, I, I can't take credit for a lot of this because uh, my background, uh, you know, I don't have, didn't have a lot of skills, a lot of formal education and I'm kind of a, a technophobia or, 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 or Luddite when it comes to technology. What's a Luddite? <laughs> uh, well, you know, somebody who uh, is living back in the stone age. Just, right, right, right. You know what? I have to be honest. I so get, why, why did you write a book and why are you well, doing podcasts? Well, I wrote the book like way back then, you know, it's, it's, uh, I've revised it several times and, and I used to market it back in the day, the, the old fashioned way, a mail order channel. So like, you know, sending right. it out in the mail and, and there, um, some people might remember like even 10, 15 years ago, the, the proliferation of business uh, opportunity magazines on, on the grocery newsstands and one so, by so, one. By so one, why did you create a book? Cause you wanted to do consulting on, well, I, I created the book because I wanted to share 
this great business idea that I had developed. And I, and like I said earlier, it's almost as easy as, as, as going for a walk and making money doing it. And when I started out, you know, I, I had to create this myself and I thought this would be a great opportunity for other people in other cities, if they're interested in, in it to, you know, uh, I could share my experience. I provide free support, by the way, if you buy my, buy my book, but you know, I, I can make a few extra bucks helping other people in other cities. And, and that's one of the things you, if you're going to be successful in business, you, you, you have to provide that value. You have to share. If you, if you help other people get what they want, you'll get what you want. And so my ma- major source of income is still from the, the cleaning, uh, you know, cleaning the parking lots, but I've got this nice little side hustle on the side with the book and, and the clean lots website. So, um, you know, over the years, I've had help creating the website, but when it comes to content, um, I was struggling with that. Um, and, uh, you know, there's all sorts of different ways. And some people think that they got to learn everything. There's so much out there. They got to learn everything to, to know what they're doing and to, to be able to market. But if you find what works for you, milk it, you know, and I found two things. If I could get sponsored posts uh, and I, I wouldn't necessarily have to write them. If, if I would approach various bloggers, you know, that covered uh, business opportunity or, finan- you know, financial uh, questions, you know, financial bloggers, and they oftentimes have a, um, a page on their, on their uh, blog about, you know, making money, you know, side hustles. Right. I can approach them, hey, what, are you interested in my story? And they would write the, the post for me and they'd put it up on their blog and that would help drive traffic to my website. Um, and then, you know what, I, I was looking at other things, you know, I, I, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that, but Hey, what about this opportunity about blogging? And the great thing about blogging, the content is evergreen. You know, uh, someone could, uh, record a, um, uh, a podcast and, and, uh, and release it and, uh, and maybe even on their own, uh, uh, website, you know, they could have like 200 different episodes, but their followers are going to come back and they're going to look at every one of those episodes, you know, for for years and years and say hey i like that opportunity and uh and so i've discovered in the past year hey that's another way for me to drive traffic to my website and help me sell my books and how many podcasts have you been on well you know i've started doing this about a year year and a half ago um i'm doing about uh two a month so uh over the course of a year and a half two years you know uh, what is that about 40 40 to 50 podcasts or you know maybe not quite that many uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you just need to, again, to be persistent and passionate about your message and share value. You know, I mean, it's not enough to, you know, to say, hey, this is all about me and, you know, share my story. And, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they get what, turned off by that. What's but been, it, a, what's been a, you know, from doing these podcasts, maybe share one story with me, like some kind of call where it was like one of those aha moments where you got a call. And, uh, you know, like for me, when I was 25, I started an event planning company and that event planning company, um, I'll never forget getting a call from Blockbuster Video and I'd never talked to anybody at Blockbuster and they called me up and they said, hey, um, we're doing some grand openings of Blockbuster stores. This was back in 1996. And here's the funny part of it is Blockbuster doesn't exist right now because of the internet. And they were like one of my first big clients that called me and they said, we need to do some grand openings. It was like five different locations. They said, listen, we need someone to go and do like some fun events. I had an event planning company. 
we did, um, you know, these really creative balloons. Like we actually did a job for NBC for Seinfeld and Friends and, and Frasier. You know, we, we came in, we created like peacock shaped balloons. <laughs> and, and, you know, for the whole cast of Friends, they were playing with these balloons. They did a big fall promo shoot for NBC. But um, here I get a call from Blockbuster. I'm in my 20s, you know, 25 years old, you know, with a business. And they say, we want to fly your team to these five different locations. Send us a quote. I sent them a quote, I think, for the airfare and, you know, the promotions. And it was like 30 grand. But when you're 25, 30 grand seems like a lot of money, right? Yeah. And they're like, okay. So I sent them the invoice. They sent me a check that easy. Yeah. And, and they found me because I had updated some content on a website. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just updating my site because I wanted it to be better and better. I was... I was obsessed with my passion of like being able to provide services to people that would have be fun and entertaining, right? They would have fun. And, um, and then I got a, I got a call from guest jeans too. They actually wanted us to come and scare the living daylights out of their employees for Halloween. And I had all these entertainers and people to, that dressed up as monsters. And, you know, we came in, it was so fun. Uh, they want us to shut off the lights, hide under the desks, and bring in like Frankula, Frankenstein and Dracula and Jason. It, you know, it's like, wait, we're getting paid to do this, right? <laughs> so yeah. we, you know, we, we made thousands of dollars doing some really fun stuff that, you know, like for you, you said your job is like a walk in the park. Yeah. And, and you do it because you, you want to do it and, you, and you're enthusiastic about it, which is amazing. But you know, many times I have people that contact our agency, I think an idea and we're in Santa Monica, but we work with people everywhere. And it might be someone super successful, they have a company, but they don't wanna write a blog, they don't wanna do a podcast. And they know they wanna be on the first page of Google. And the stuff that I tell them to do is very similar to what you're doing and what we do for other people. We had a client, we put up, we literally took uh, 700 videos and we created 700 podcasts. We took the audio, we edited those, we put an intro and an out outro. We loaded it up to a media hosting platform. We pushed it out to 15 different podcasts. And within eight weeks, they had 5,000 downloads. Yeah. And, and then we took that and we transcribed it. And we had writers, we had a team of three writers. We wrote 200 articles in literally 90 days of almost 1,000 words. And you take 200 times 1,000, that's 200,000 words. Yeah. Or, or maybe more. Maybe that's, maybe that's 2 million, right? <laughs> and, and we put that on Google. And then obviously, Google has to crawl that material. But mm -hmm. what, what you're talking about with bloggers, I mean, many times for the clients that we have, when people have a site and they want to create content for their users or the visitors that come to the site, I would say one of the biggest challenges is coming up with the content and then on a consistent basis. So sometimes I'll take my writers and I'll reach out to a, a site and go, hey, can we contribute a thousand word article? It on, right? Like, like we have a client, we'll write the content, we'll submit it out to the client, we'll get them a backlink on something. Like one of our clients, we got them, we got them an article on this archetizer.com. And for someone to put a listing on there, like a display ad, costs $7,000, right? For, yep. for, for one ad, yep. right? Like on one month mm -hmm. is seven grand. 
and we said, what if we gave you like these really amazing high resolution images and this client worked with Quentin Tarantino and they worked with, uh, you know, Massage Envy and all these big corporate clients and we just pitched them. We sent them the materials, they, they wrote an editorial. It was a beautiful spread, but it boosts the client's rankings. And the client was so busy, you know, doing what they do, like they would have never come up with that idea. Yeah. But the reason why I bring this up is because what you're excited about and the podcast that you're doing and, and, and the blogs, hats off to you because most people are so short-sighted. They only see the dollar they're gonna get today and they never make time to plant what I call the magical seeds of farming. Yeah. <laughs> is like have somebody talk about you or get interviewed or put content out there because you never know, and Gary Vaynerchuk says this, it doesn't matter if he's doing a webinar with a thousand people or two people. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of the two people is the right person to get that content across to. That's because right. I think too many people prejudge. They go, well, I don't want to take time out of my schedule and get on a podcast and, you know, yeah. just so two people can see it. And I just got off the phone call with a client who has a merchant. They do merchant processing. Mm -hmm. And they said, listen, I don't care like if I had to spend more money to get to the right person, it would be totally be worth it mm -hmm. than to spend a little bit of money and get to all the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, I don't care what it costs. If I could get this one client, you know, that's going to charge, you know, $60 million a year, I'll pay premium rates all day long to get that person. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think where people get short-sighted when it comes to content is like, you could just be busy out there cleaning parking lots. Right. Mm -hmm. And you could just be stuck in your own Brian world, you know, where mm -hmm. it's just about Brian and what you can do. But at some point you probably said to yourself, I can't do this all by myself. I need to find people that not only I can provide an opportunity for them, but I could give them opportunity too, where they could help me grow my business and I could, I could have more flow of the money and I could give money to other people that could help me build my company. So talk a little bit about that because I think that's probably the hardest thing for like a small business owner, you know, when, you know, they think they're making a bunch of money, they're making 60 or a hundred thousand dollars a year and they think they're making a living. What is that mindset that takes somebody from maybe just doing it all by yourself to saying, you know what, I'm going to jump, I'm going to take a risk and I'm gonna hire some other people to help me grow my company. Well, Hugh, uh, first off, I have to say you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you no, know, it's, it's important that you need uh, to, to get the message out and you need to, to, be, uh, to have people find you some way or the other. And it doesn't have to be that difficult either. Uh, back in the day when I started, there was the yellow pages. Everybody had to be in the yellow pages to be found, and and that's how you would find your prospects too. They are they are listed in the yellow pages, like like my prospects or clients are real estate management companies or property management companies. But nowadays, you know, if you were to start this business, I, I um, tell people, well, you know, a website's great, but before you develop a website. Claim your, the, you know, the low-hanging fruit, the, the, the free uh, search engine listings. Like uh, a, good, a good example of that is the Google My Business listing. It doesn't cost oh, yeah. anything. 
you know, all you do is just claim your listing, you get a profile. So if a prospect is looking for somebody to clean their parking lot and they're not happy with whatever they have in place now, and they do a Google search, you're going to show up. And then you're going to get a phone call from them. Hey, you know, from this guy, you say, hey, I just found you, um, you know, your profile on, on, on Google and, and uh, um, you know, can you help me out here? Uh, here's my address uh, uh, for my site and, you know, contact inf information, get back to me with a price. You have to do that if you're in any type of business to, to allow people to be able to find you. It's not enough just to go out there and, and you think, okay, I've, I've got to do all this cold calling and I have to find these people. You have to make people make it easy for people to find you as well. And you can start, you know, with the simple things like the, the Google, uh, my business listing. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, a lot of times when I get a client, like we do SEO and we write content, we build links, we optimize their website but I'll look and see if they have a Google My Business. And sometimes, a lot of times, I, I have an e-commerce site. They're doing 30, 40, 100K a month in revenue. And they've totally ignored their Google My Business. And, and what I tell them is this, people like doing business with local people. Yeah. And so like when I run a targeted ad for a client, I will target an area where they have an address first because I know like if you're in Santa Monica, California and I'm in Santa Monica, California and I have a conversation with you, there's a higher ratio that I'm gonna convert you into one of my clients because you're right here with me than if you're in Ohio. And I can't tell you how many times, and yeah, it is an excuse for people to come up with this, but I've had people tell me, hey, I'd like to do business. I'm in, you know, I'm in uh, Washington, DC and I have a guy right down the street and I've decided to go with him. Now he might not be as good as me, but the fact that he's right down the street and they can talk to him and they can have him come into the office, a lot of times people are very, you know, they're very favored towards that. Mm -hmm. But if we look at that, like for example, uh, I had a guy, he was, um, he was selling like CBD and herbs online. Yep. And he was doing, you know, 20, 30 grand a month in revenue. And I said, well, do you have a, a, an office address like on Google? And he said, but I don't, I, I don't sell out of my office. I sell, you know, on my website. But I said, you know, in Santa Monica, how many people are looking for CBD? And like, if you were local and you actually had a local address, even if you got 10 more orders a month, mm -hmm. you know, it would pay for itself. But it's not just one month. They're going to reorder month after month after month. That's right. And so a lot of times I look for the low hanging fruit, even with people that are, that are paying me to do SEO. I'm like, have you optimized? Like, why isn't your Google My Business up to date? And do you know you can build citations and you can put like specials on there and blog posts on your Google My Business, mm -hmm. you know, that you can put stuff up like content that would actually have, and, and for mobile phones, I don't know if you realize this, but every one of my clients these days, 70% of the searches now are on mobile phone or smart devices. I went to a plastic surgeon the other day. He's in, he's in Beverly Hills on a drive that's very expensive. And desktop wise, he was coming up on the first page of Google. But when I went to mobile phone, he was on the second and third page. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even have to tell him. He said to me, listen, I spend $15,000, $20,000 a month on pay-per-click. I know that 70% of the people that come to my website are coming from mobile because it says that in, in my ad words, it says mobile devices. Mm -hmm. 
So he knew he was missing out on 70% of the business for the fact that his website wasn't optimized for mobile phones. That's right. Yep. And so when you look at Google My Business, the reason why I bring up mobile phones is you see the Google My Business stuff first. Like if I'm looking for a Mexican restaurant or I'm looking for somebody that repairs BMWs, when I go and search that on my mobile phone, the Google My Business, the maps, they come up first because people go to that first because they're local or they're close. Yep. I mean, if you want to go for a restaurant with your family, you're not going to go drive, you know, 78 miles away. You're like, hey, what's close? That's right. right. So we have this mentality, this psychology that like, hey, why don't I do business with someone down the street? Because it's easier for me to go and see them. It's convenient, especially nowadays, like in L.A. with traffic. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times people don't want to take an hour to go, you know, to some place to visit a store. They want to go right down the street. Yeah. So there's a convenience there that people are still accustomed to, even though we have technology. And with Google My Business, what a lot of people don't realize too is like all the little things on Google My D Business make a difference, right? Like the reviews. Oh, if, yeah. if you have 20 reviews and I have none, guess who they're going to call? Yeah. You. They're going to call you, right? If, hey, if you have pictures and I have no pictures, yeah. subconsciously what they say in their head is, well, this guy, Brian, looks like he's more passionate about his business. He's got pictures. He's got reviews. This guy, Hugh, has nothing. Yeah. If he, is he going to be lazy with me, too, as a customer? <laughs> because he doesn't put up pictures and doesn't have reviews? Maybe that's not the guy that I should go to. Yeah. And people don't think it makes a difference. Do you think it makes a difference? Huge difference. And you know what? It's easy yeah. to get reviews. Just ask your customers, hey, just ask. You know, I, do you like my work? Uh, and, you know, and, uh, just ask. And they'll say, hey, I'd be glad to. And they give you positive reviews. And you're 100% you're, you're right. People will find your profile and they'll see the pictures and they'll like, oh, he's down the street. But, but I want to see those reviews, particularly if you're in the restaurant business. They, people want to, you know, they're not going to go there unless they, they're content with uh, what they're reading about. Oh, this food is great and order this, et cetera. So it's really important to, to have those reviews and, and, and to ask for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so simple. I mean, uh, and, and people that I know, like I work with some people do construction and solar, and they will actually go out and get uh, addresses because they want to come up in those local cities and it, and it means so much to them that they're willing to pay a monthly, you know, fee for a virtual address. Mm -hmm. You know, they might have five of them that they're paying like 60, $80 a month for, yep. you know, that's $400 a month. Well, why would somebody spend that kind of money if Google my business, you know, yeah. didn't work. And we're not even talking about ads because you can run ads on Google my business too, yeah. that are at the fraction of the cost if you're to run like Google search ads. Yeah. And I think there it's the best, best bang for the buck, you know, oh, it's yeah. like, and well, you know, another, you'd be another, shocked how many people don't have a Google, my business. Oh, I know. I see it all the time. Want, like, they want more business. I deal with large property management companies. They, they might have offices throughout North America, but nobody has claimed their free Google, my business listing or I, I, you know, some of my other uh, clients, they, they've, they've done that and they might have one review and it's a negative one. It's, they're trashed, but nobody within the company has bothered to check to see what kind of reviews they're getting. Uh, yep. or, or, and, and if you get a negative review, review, you have to reply to it. You have to answer to it as opposed to just ignoring it. Uh, but, you know, you know, a lot of companies at their peril just ignore what's happening on social media. 
and, and have no idea about how it, it can actually be a big negative, uh, you know, if they, if they don't uh, reply to, to bad comments. Right. Here's a picture here, just in case the people that we're talking to, you know, don't fully understand when, when you type in a, a search term, uh, whether that be on your mobile phone or your desktop, up here you have the ads and these are the people that pay the money. But down here you have um, basically the Google My Business. And so this Google My Business is super key, you know, especially if you can come up for like here, we're, you know, we're in Santa Monica, we're actually number one and we have positive reviews, but there's a map up here and then you can see like what's close to you. Yep. And um, that, that's all that we're talking about is, uh, you know, get, getting your business on here, all you need is an address. And, and then when you go to the, uh, the listing for that, for that listing, here we go. then what you can do is you can add some, you know, really nifty pictures. Uh, this is pictures of the office where we are and you can have reviews there and um it's pretty simple and then you get little stars next to your name too i know th there's a lot of people that don't have any stars mm -hmm. but uh that that just means that you have reviews and like brian said it's super simple all you got to do is ask just just ask people i mean we're doing all this stuff anyway i mean i, I was telling a client the other day i said it, it's not like you're not doing it you're just you're not doing it where it's being recorded right like you you have great customers that send you emails. And I said, do you have any testimonial videos? Well, we're not really doing it, but we could do it. And he's got great customers. And, and then he's like, well, I have 200 videos of, of q and I was like, well, we could put that on your website. And then we could, we could load it onto your YouTube channel too. And then we could transcribe it uh, in words and we could put that as a tool. Yeah. Like instead of your receptionist trying to explain something, the receptionist, I had this mentor a long time ago. He said the key is to point and redirect people to the right place. That's right. And so if you have this stuff on your website, you can just redirect people to a link that already answers the question. And if you record it, it'll say the same thing every time. You never have to get it wrong. Well, I have that on the homepage of my website as well. It's a, it's a, it's a brief explainer video, if you will. And it shows me doing my work. So it's not enough just to read copy. And people, a lot of people are going to say, well, I, I just can't see, picture in my mind, what he's talking about, how, how, does, how does he do his work? Right. And uh, so, you know, on my homepage is, uh, is that video. And you, all you have to do is sit back, listen and watch, and you, you'll know exactly what I'm doing and how easy the work is. And the same thing goes with your um, uh, with uh, the Google My Business uh, listings. You, you can add all sorts of things other than images. You can add a, a video to that as well. Right. And it's important to update it. You know, every so many weeks, you'll get a message too from Google that uh, your content is about to expire. The, 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 you know, the, your latest post is, is about to expire. Do you want to add something fresh or new? And, it, and it, it, it's pretty simple to do. Yep. But you know, um, there's all sorts of other directories too. The other search engines all have something similar. Um, you know, trade associations. Sometimes there's a, a directory, and you can get a free listing in their services directory. For example, you have yep. to make it easy for your prospects to find you. Yep. Let me. Uh, I'm going to do another screen share because I I saw something else uh, with your with your uh, website too. Um, I went on your website, you know, one of the things that I, that I always tell people, and I don't know if you can see this, but over here to the right is 
Brian's uh, social media. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that I tell people, just like Google My Business, is do you have a business Facebook page? Because, you know, Facebook operates like a search engine. And what people don't realize is when you go up here, if you were to put, you know, clean, I mean, this is like another Google. Yeah. And so when you put this up here, what happens is these videos come up and I'm just doing this to illustrate yeah. that, that Facebook is also a search engine. Mm -hmm. And so you got to have a Facebook business page. One of the things that I, that I tell clients to do is make sure you fill this out like thoroughly. And the reason why is because Google crawls through Facebook too. Mm -hmm. Facebook is a website and you have your story, you have a description. I've seen people's Facebook page where literally they have nothing there, mm -hmm. right? And, and people buy stories more than they buy facts, right? So here you have, you know, Clean Lots' operations manual. It's details on how to start and operate a parking lot litter cleaning business. It's got some information about Brian. Brian shows how he contracts with property management companies. I mean, this is all, and then it's got your website, it's got your email, it's got your phone number. This is a business card on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I can't even begin to tell you, Brian, how many people that I talk to that, you know, they want to, they want to flow with money coming in, right? And they're passionate about stuff. They don't have a Facebook page. They don't have a website. Some people have the weirdest responses I've ever heard. If I have a website, then I have to maintain something. Uh, in my opinion, if you don't have a website, you're not in business and you're telling people on a subconscious level that you don't take pride in your own business enough to have a website. Right. And a website, you know, the funny thing, or this isn't the funny thing, this is the magic of the internet. The funny thing with the internet and Google is that it never sleeps. We sleep as people, right? We go to bed at night. Um, I know some of us stay up all night, you know, if we're excited, but, um, we go to bed at night and when we wake up in the morning, you know, we start a day again. But what's really cool about Google is it's there 24 seven. Mm -hmm. So people can find you 24 seven, but if you don't have a website, you don't have a, at the minimum, have a Facebook page, right? With, with your information where people can find you, you know, and they can see what's going on with you. And, you know, here we have different images, you know, that you put up um, on clean lots. You know, your, your YouTube is in there as well. You have um, some videos on there. Today, video is so important. I mean, you have people that don't like to read, right? Exactly. And the picture is worth a thousand words. I, um, there, there's a book. Um, I wonder if I can, maybe I can find it, but uh, I'll see if I can find the diagram. But what I was going to talk about was there's uh there's a bunch of different stages that people learn at. I think it's called the five stages of learning. And um, what I tell people is have content, not only written, but also, um, you know, have, have audios, right? Like you do podcasts, right? Um, have videos because some people are more visual, right? That's right. And so, um, and lots of images too. Um, you, you need uh, to break the content up and, and provide it in the various forms that people will, uh, will gravitate towards. Right, exactly. 
But, you know, you, you made a good point, like, you know, Facebook, uh, if you're in business, you need to have a Facebook page. Uh, if you're in the business uh, to business uh, uh, community, it's imperative that you have a profile on LinkedIn. Um, you, you can develop a lot of customers. A lot of prospects can find you from you, you having a profile on, on LinkedIn, for example. So it all goes back to what I, I mentioned be, at, the, at the beginning. Uh, business used to be done with the yellow pages. Well, today, nowadays, social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, th that is the new yellow pages. You have to have a profile. Absolutely. Here, I'm going to, I don't know if people will be able to see this on the screen, but uh, we're going to get really scientific here. This is the uh, this is the learning pyramid, right? And um, studies show that varying your study methods and materials will improve your retention and recall the information. I was taught a long time ago because um, I was in direct sales um, that there's different people that different they they listen in different ways, right? And this one here, they have auditory, visual, kinesthetic, and kinesthetic is more feeling based. Visual is, you know, if you were to look at an image or you were to look at uh, a video, auditory would be like podcast. And, and a lot of times you'll hear this in clues from people that say, well, I don't hear what you're saying or I don't see what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have to listen on a different level to understand. And, and the reason why I'm putting this out there is whether you have a website or you have Facebook or you have social media, you know, some people are more into stories. You know, there's, here's the active listening and the passive listening, and it has discussions that would where that's like where forums and blogs would come in. Audio visual would be like podcasts and videos. Reading would be content on blogs, lectures. And then, you know, I think within kinesthetic and feeling is like, what are we teaching others? That, that's where like the testimonials would come in or maybe like documentation on your business. Like, how does it work? And you know, I, I, I met with this plastic surgeon the other day, you know, his average client is $15,000. When mm. someone's spending that kind of money, they want to know, like, how does this whole thing work? You know, and am I making the right decision? You know, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, um, what, what's the procedure, right? Like, how do, how do you guys do this? You know, mm. and so those are important things when it comes to marketing that and and i'm i'm probably going into this on maybe maybe too many different levels for people but some people are very like you know when people start businesses some people are very technical yep. and they operate their business from a hundred percent technical standpoint but then they lose the people that aren't technical like me mm -hmm. i i like i'm probably more visual more more feeling um but if you were to send me the blogs i probably wouldn't read them and, and be as receptive as if I saw a video. Mm -hmm. So now I might jump to another site where there's a video and I'll do business with them mm -hmm. because they have what appeals to me receiving the information. That's right. And so these are things that we don't think about when we create a website. Do you have stuff that's audio? Do you have videos? Do you have written stuff? Do you have documents and maybe like a how-to or maybe a guide on top 10 things to do when you're, when you're going to start a, a, a cleaning business. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the things you said reminded me of a book that I read. It's uh, called The Science of Getting Rich with, uh, you know, uh, I think it's Wallace Waddles. Is it, what, a, what a funny name, right? <laughs> and um, the concept behind that is always give people more, more than what they pay you for. 
And I think we've lost that philosophy in business these days. I think it's like, oh, you pay me $5, I give you $5 worth and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, and even within my own agency, there's many times where I'll spend five hours and I've had people hire me for $300 an hour for consulting. Mm -hmm. And I'll spend three hours, that's $900. And I didn't charge the person. Mm -hmm. And that value that I give them, Typically, if I spend time with the client, if I feel they're receptive and they, they want to do business and they're kind of qualified, they'll typically start working with me because I understand that people have to get value out of like what you give them. And I've hired coaches that I've, that I've paid money to. And at the end of an hour, I'm like, am I getting value out of this? Mm -hmm. Or is this just about you making money? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what separates like a really good cause-driven business and, and a business that really cares versus just a business that's out to make money. Mm -hmm. and, and I think people look at that, you know, when they buy products, when they do business with different companies online, they want to know that somebody cares mm -hmm. before they know how much somebody knows. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and in my case, you know, since I've been around so long, um, my brand is myself. Um, if you're going to buy my book, you're getting my 38 years experience and my free support. Right. Um, you know, anybody can write a book and sell it, but uh, are you going to be there for the support? Right. Are, you know, and the same thing with my cleaning business, you're getting my, you know, 38 years experience and uh, my customer service and uh, the extra value I provide. My, my clients understand that. And that's why they keep coming back to us, you know, uh, time and time again. And, uh, and, but it's all about building those relationships and making sure people are happy. Uh, sometimes it's just an occasional phone call. You reach out to them. Uh, um, is there anything more we can do for you? Uh, is there anything that you're not quite satisfied? You know, let us know and we'll make sure we fix things for you. It, you know, it, it's good to communicate those things before you get uh, a, a complaint. Uh, you know what? I, you know, I'm not happy with your service or whatever. So it, it's really important to, 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 to keep those communi communication channels open. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I, I look at, I look at businesses these days, like an extension of myself and it may sound kind of weird. Uh, but I know that if I help you get what you want, and I can give so much value, whether I have a five minute conversation with you or a 20 minute conversation. And, and I know I've had friends, they go, you know, you're giving away all your best stuff. <laughs> and, and I said, listen, I have so much to give away <laughs> to people. I, I have better stuff than even that. Yeah. But, but most people can't execute and do all this stuff. So that's why you need like, I think mentors and coaches these days are, are something that's so critical. I mean, I've met kids that have gotten out of school. They're going, they're going to go to college, right? And they're going to become, I, I, I'll never forget this one girl. I met her at a, I think it was, I don't know if it was like the, it was like a race, Indy 500 or something here in California. And um, I met this girl and she was doing promotions. She was selling strawberries. I, I remember this like yesterday. And she said, well, I'm going to become a psychologist and I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to spend, you know, I don't know, 120, 150,000 in education. And I said, well, have you ever, um, have you ever spent time with a psychologist, like sat in her office? And she said, no, but I, but I hear it's a good career to have. <laughs> and I said, well, let me ask you a question before you spend eight years of your life and $150,000 and go into debt, 
don't you think you should go and like just put yourself into the future and hang out with a psychologist and interview two or three of them and see if it's the lifestyle that you want before you go down this path and then you realize that what you wanted isn't actually what you thought it was. Exactly. And she looked at me like she had saw <laughs> like a ghost or something. And she's like, oh my God, that's, that's ingenious, right? And I'm like, it's common sense to me, right? But how many people these days have a mentor, or have a coach, you know, when they have a business? Like you do consulting, you help people start up a cleaning business. I do digital marketing. And many times what people don't realize is even though I do digital marketing, I've had many of my own companies, some that are still running today, um, some businesses that were sold for millions of dollars. And I do this because I love creating magic for people when it mm -hmm. comes to business. And so what people don't realize is even though my name is Hugh and I work for I Think an Idea, I've looked at the back end of a Mercedes dealership. I've looked at the back end of an e-commerce business uh, that sells CBD or sells um, sports equipment or ping pong equipment or uh, one of the brands we worked with was Power Block Adjustable Weights. Um, I've done consulting for Hillstone Restaurants who has like 75 different locations and does almost a billion dollars a year in revenue, right? Mm -hmm. I've looked at the back end and I've seen like the dashboard of like, where are they putting their money? Where are they spending money on content? You know, all these different things. So what's been really valuable and fun for me is I get to have insights, even though I don't own Hillstone restaurants or I don't, I don't own a business consulting firm that does a billion a year in revenue, but I've, I'm, I have an understanding of how they operate. Mm -hmm. and, and what they've done and what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. So sometimes people come to me with a business and they're like, yeah, but I, I know CBD better than everyone. I've been working at this for five years. And I said, well, that's great. I know marketing. You want to build your revenue <laughs> and you want to market it the right way. You don't have a Google My Business. You don't have Google shopping feeds. You don't have Google, you know, AdWords. Mm -hmm. You don't have Google Analytics. Yeah. You don't know what your traffic is. You don't know where your sales came from. Yeah. So you might know everything in the world about CBD, but I know everything in the world about how to scale up and, and increase revenue. Whether you have CBD, a cleaning business, because it's funny, I had a client um, that was one of the largest cleaning supply uh, people based in Texas. We did a website for him, had 78,000 products in his shopping cart. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and people did commercial cleaning, they would reach out to him. So, you know, we, we gained like so many insights from all these companies and probably you too, even though you're in the cleaning business, you work with all different types of companies that hire you. Yeah. Some days you get an aha moment where you learn like one new thing mm -hmm. and you go, wow, this is brilliant. I never thought of this. Yeah. So. Oh Yeah. Well, you know, and, and it's important that people understand you know, they might know everything about their product, but like you pointed out, you have to market it properly. And a lot of people have the, the wrong attitude where they say, well, that's going to cost me. How much is that going to cost me? It's not going to cost you anything. It's an investment in your business. It right. helps grow your business. And, and so you, you have to recognize you can't do everything yourself. You, there are certain people uh, that you need to reach out uh, to, uh, whether they be mentors or uh, digital marketing companies to to help build your business. I mean, and you just have to have, have the attitude that you're part of my team as yeah. opposed to you're going to cost me how much. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I care a lot about my, our, you know, the clients and even the people that don't become clients with me. I mean, there's people that I get on the phone and I give them five ideas that just spins their head. And they're like, I never thought of it like that. I mean, I, I, I didn't know this conversation was going to go so well, you know, and it's, it's just, it's just really about showing people that you care. And, uh, I mean, it's so funny. We have people that do these Google ads, right? They do, anybody can go online and they can put money on Google and spend money and drive traffic to a website. Mm -hmm. But Google doesn't understand anything about your business. They just have an algorithm mm -hmm. that makes them money. Mm -hmm. And I've been on the phone many times with people that work at Google and the people that run the ads, they're just going through a manual and they're just like trial and error. Mm -hmm. The only difference is it's your credit card that's on there, not theirs, <laughs> right? So it's, you know, you have to start somewhere. And I mean, hats off to you for the fact that you followed the path and, and went down, you know, followed your passion. Um, there's there's a, a good book that kind of reminds me of, there's a, a good book called The Surrender Experiment. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever read it, but... Uh, it was this guy that just said he was going to say yes to everything and just kind of went along the path. Mm -hmm. And then it just opened up more and more things for him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, many times that can happen with any kind of company that you have. Mm -hmm. If you really are just, you have joy in it and you have passion in it. Um, next thing you know, you get these amazing calls where you're like, wow, okay, I said yes. And then like you said, next thing you know, you got 15 more clients or you got, who knows? Now you're on a TV show. Yeah. Uh, you never know. You're the best of what you do. But you know? it, exactly. You put yourself out there. You never know who's going to find you and find you like love your story or your message and want to share it with their audience. Right. Um, what are some of the things that you're working on right now? Maybe maybe tell people. Have you had any magical calls off your podcast? You ever get a call where you're like, wow, this is amazing? Um, well, you know, I mean, you know, on a much smaller scale, um, I've had some people reach out to me, uh, you know, other bloggers to say, Hey, I, you know, I run this financial blog. I, I love your story and I'd love to share it with my audience or, um, some, uh, podcasters have reached out to me and, and said, you know what, I, I, I found your website and I noticed you've been on some other podcasts. I'd love to have you on my show as well. You know, things like that, you know, things just build and, uh, you know, you, 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 when you first start out, you're doing more of that, uh, you know, research and trying to, to get those guest appearances. But after a while, and you, once you have a few shows and, and uh, um, blog posts under your belt, then, then it makes it easier for other people to find you and then uh, ask, you know, hey, would you like, you know, be a guest uh, on my show or, or, uh, or blog? And, right. you know, so, you know, uh, that's what you have to do. I, I and, think. And what do you, any, anything you're working on lately? Um, I know people can go to your website. They can well, obviously I've got get the your book. book. I've got the book. And I think if someone's interested in, uh, in getting into the parking lot cleaning business, that's the way to, to go to get started. Uh, as I mentioned, it comes with my free support, but I'm developing some related products as well. I've got the business template kit. Um, I've got the explainer video or the business marketing video, because as we discussed uh, previously, a lot of people need to see those images or a video as to what the, the service is all about. So it helps people uh, with their marketing efforts. Um, you know, um, they can put that on their website, they can put it on their Google My Business listing in their own city, you know, if, if they get into the parking lot cleaning business and uh, working on, um, you know, a, a website template right now as well. And maybe we'll have that available in a 
couple of months or, or, or whatever, but just to make it easier for people to get started and be uh, successful in the parking lot cleaning business. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have a pretty clean website and uh, lots of great content, which I'm always a big fan of. And um, man, I mean, I, I just, I'm shocked sometimes. I mean, there's so many people out there that do business that, that just kind of mix, miss a lot of the basics, you know? I mean, someone told me like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And so, you know, even like when I'm, when I'm talking to these people that spend a lot of money on online, whether it be a plastic surgeon or someone that does home remodeling, I think what people need to realize is you have to become what you want to attract. Mm -hmm. And if you have a good platform, a good, a good looking website, it's totally worth it because you're going to attract better people. But if you go to your website and it's kind of looks like a Halloween, like dark and kind of creepy, you're not going to attract good clients. No. I've worked with so many like celebrities and successful people. And I can't tell you how much they pay attention to detail. And that's why they go with people because of the details, because mm -hmm. people look at the details and they care about the details. And then people that are at that level that spend that kind of money, they want to work with the best people. Mm -hmm. not not cheap people or okay people and it's not so much about the money they want to know that if they hire somebody that they're going to get what they need to the best of their ability mm -hmm. um that it's not going to be a halfway job or a halfway product or and if you don't if you have a, a website that's halfway or social media that's halfway in my opinion you're just telling people i want the halfway people i don't want the all the way people you yeah. know and you can start small and, you know, do you one thing at a time. You know, you don't have to jump in uh, and, and uh, try to do, you know, uh, have all sorts of profiles uh, to, you know, work on one first, get that right. And, and then move on to the next one. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, Brian, I just want to thank you for taking out the time and, you know, hope, hopefully um, someone sees the video and they reach out to you. And if not, maybe we've shed some enlightenment on, on some people out there on yeah. maybe how they can, they could look at things a little bit differently. Um, it's so funny. I do digital marketing. And the other day I was, I was talking to somebody about college because you have a similar story. Probably, you know, you started with what you had and I, I was in the Marines, you know, I worked on helicopters and, um, I joined the Marines at the time because I got accepted to University of Arizona and Temple and um, a bunch of really good schools uh, for architecture. Mm -hmm. And a funny thing happened. I went and I took a, a mechanical drawing class in my high school mm -hmm. and I took the class and I hated it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I, I thought, I thought oh, architecture sounds like very artistic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, I got accepted. And then, at the time, I don't know. I think I just wanted to go and study something and, and, you know, go to one of these great schools. And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to join the Marines. And I got in the Marines and I was in the food business for a while. And I started, I just started my own company since I was like, I had my first one when I was 19, mm -hmm. another one when I was 25. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a college degree. I just had common sense. Yeah. And I, I was good with math. I figured, well, if you can take two and add three on top, that's five. If you have three <laughs> left over, right? It's, it's not that complicated, but yeah. um, I, really, I really like the magic of business, you know, like what's possible if you really, 
Yeah. If you really like you, if you have good intentions and you put your heart into it and you're, and you're big on helping other people like get what they want. Mm -hmm. um, the internet for me has been really fun because there's a lot of different verticals that I work with. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just working with one vertical and um, there's some people that work with one, one, one vertical, but I feel like, I feel like um, the content can get stale. I know there's companies out there that work with just attorneys or just contractors. And what mm -hmm. they don't realize is a lot of times they'll just copy what they did before. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have anything unique. Yeah. So I think you have to come from having unique engaging content and, and make sure that, uh, you know, you're, you have a fresh approach. Mm -hmm. And I think not knowing sometimes is a better approach than knowing. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know, you usually try new things. And by trying new things, you get to new people. Right. And, um, and I think, I think your story is amazing, you know, so well, thank you. I think it's, I think it's a, an example of how maybe sometimes we make things harder than really what they are. Exactly. Um, exactly. I mean, I've become successful from such a simple little business and, right. you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just do uh, whatever you do better than uh, other people with passion, persistence, and patience, and you'll, you can become successful. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's simple, you know, just care about people and, and follow what you're passionate about. So yeah. yeah, well, cool. Well, thanks so much, Brian, for coming on board and I'll put your website in the bottom of this video and, uh, and you can share it with, you know, the people you have on your social media. And uh, we, can, we can help each other spread the word and, and get the word out there. Awesome. Thanks, you. It was great. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Think Tank is sponsored by I Think an Idea, a premier digital marketing agency located in Santa Monica, California. I Think an Idea works with Silicon Beach companies, Fortune 500 and 1,000 businesses, and small businesses that want to grow their company both online and off. For more information, go to ithinkanidea.com.